Hello ladies, if you are fed up, confused as hell, or just over all the drama around weight loss, you are in the right place. My name is Bonnie LaFrac and I am your host here at Unfuck Your Weight Loss, where I help you make weight loss easy, achievable, and even fun. Because what is more fun than becoming exactly who you want to be in the body you want to be in? Let's take the shame and bullshit out of dieting and weight loss and lose the weight for the last time. Ready? Let's go. Hey, welcome back to Unfuck Your Weight Loss. I'm Bonnie LaFrac, and before we get started on today's topic, I wanted to thank you. Thanks for being here, thanks for listening, thanks for sharing, thanks for subscribing, thanks for your five-star reviews. The podcast is is really taking off better than I could have ever expected. And I, I think it's because women are ready for something new. And a lot of that is what factored into creating self-made. I think, you know, self-made is a, as is this podcast, I consider them kind of uh, two sides of the same coin. Um, I think women are ready to rally for themselves. Not This isn't about, you know, get on board for my new diet. Uh, this is the, the new plan, the new program. You have to do it the way I tell you to. This is about, you know, because we saw that, I think for the last, I don't know, six or seven or eight years, you've seen everybody rallying for keto and intermittent fasting, and this is the way you have to do it. And if you're not doing it this way, you're wrong. And uh, yeah, I don't believe any of that. I think there's a lot of different ways to lose weight. This isn't about being anti-diet or anti-dieting or... Um, about intuitive eating, because I think that's a lot more complicated than people would imagine. I'm not an intuitive eating expert. I am, however, an expert on how to lose weight without losing your mind. And we, you know, have specific tools to do that. Um, should, Should you advance to intuitive eating? I would think, why not, right? The more we, the more we trust ourselves, around food and with food and we change the relationship we have with food, then we can actually intuitively eat. Intuitively eat means you are in tune with your body and your body's true hunger and true need for nutrition. That's intuitive eating. Intuitive eating gets kind of messed up with the I'm in the mood for, or I need this, I want this, I deserve this, everybody else is having it so I can have it too. Um, Intuitive eating is not about your feelings, it's about how your body actually um, feels, if that makes sense. I know, it's a fine line. Anyway, I could go on and on, as you know, which is probably why you, I'm sure you tune in to see what ADHD moment we'll have next. But I just wanted to uh, tell you, self-made and unfuck your weight loss go hand in hand with the idea of taking back the story, rewriting the story, changing the narrative, and losing weight in a way that, you know, doesn't require... Um, grinning and burying it and white knuckling it and willpowering it and, you know, locking yourself in the house for six months, never going to another social occasion uh, because it's too stressful and too hard to be around food. It's really, 
a new relationship with ourselves helps us have a new relationship with food. Okay, so I got that out of the way. I don't know if you remember uh, a Saturday Night Live skit. It's old. It's from the 70s with Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin. It was called Point Counterpoint. Um, in fact, I just refreshed myself on YouTube with uh, one of the videos just, be just because I wanted to see if I was not misremembering. Um, and it's if you want to chuckle, like if you have two minutes, and I don't, I'm not a big YouTube watcher, my kids are, um, but that is an entirely different podcast on great parenting. Um, the little snippets from Saturday Night Live are amazing because this is, you know, in the 70s, some of the things that we, they would say, and granted it was late night TV, but things would not, these things would not fly today, right? Jan Aykroyd calling Jane Curtin. Jane, you ignorant slut. I was like, oh my God. Anyway, the idea and why I'm thinking of point counterpoint is, as you might already know from being a an avid listener, is I do like to look at both sides. I do. I like to poke holes in things. I think we call that, you know, play the devil's advocate. I like to consider there are multiple truths. There's more than one answer. I can look at things a lot of different ways. And that's, you know, hopefully what you take uh, from this podcast too, is that we can step back and get some objective, neutral awareness around some of the things we think and feel. And so for today's topic, I'm tackling the all-time favorite on boring food. And I hear this a lot when women want to lose weight, they're trying to lose weight, they're thinking about losing weight, or they're not losing weight. It comes up that, you know, I, and it sounds like this, I get going for a little while and things are going good, then I get really bored. I get bored of the food and then I quit. I, you know, get off track, I binge eat, and it's really hard to keep going. The I just get really bored. I'm so bored of the food. And just like in Point Counterpoint, I, I have thoughts on this. First of all, and I know, it's, <laughs> I know it's not the answer or the response, I should say, that anybody ever wants to hear. If you tell me that I'm so bored with the food, and I say, so what? <laughs> right? The answer is, so what? And it's, a, and it's two words you can use all the time. I don't know that you want to use it right away with your kids and your spouse because they probably will be taken aback. But when you're having these thoughts, oh, this is so boring. I'm so bored with the food. I'm so bored of this. So what? Okay, so what? A answer that question, so what? So what is a question? So what? What does that mean? What are you making it mean? Why is this a problem? That's what it's really short for. So what? What if it, what if it is boring? Why is that a problem? Right? So uh, that is, that's kind of like point counterpoint. You're asking your brain to come up with the answer other than it's just so boring. And it makes sense. You know, it's almost very much like being a kid or having kids that they're always bored. I'm bored. And that's a problem. I'm so bored. And it's interesting because, you know, kids today have iPhones and iPads and TVs and all these with TVs with a million channels, everything under the sun, speaking of YouTube, right? A million YouTube channels. It's a crazy world out there so that our brains will never be bored. We're just 
flipping and switching and scrolling to the next thing. Now there's reels and TikToks and all of this stuff. As if being bored in general is a bad thing. Now we are overstimulated is kind of as a, as a nation, I would say is overstimulated. So with food, it's kind of that same expectation. We expect that food should be exciting. Food should be wonderful and tasty and joyful and, you know, bring me pleasure and something I should look forward to and a reward and a treat and all of these things. Food has become that way too, that we're, you know, always thinking it needs to be interesting. I need to love it. It needs to be tantalizing and flavorful and all of these things. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm also not saying I would eat things that, you know, are burnt or rotten or <laughs> terrible or that you hate because that's not going to work. If you if you really do hate something, it doesn't sit well with you, the, the smell of it is repulsive to you, you're not going to eat it, right? So that's number one. And I think a lot of diets and programs and plans and all of this stuff, sometimes we end up in that situation. A lot of women coming in and out of keto, right? You just don't maybe like the mouthfeel of a high fat diet. You don't like fatty foods. You don't like to um, be on a low fiber diet essentially, right? So it's a consideration and I'm not telling anyone that you have to do something that doesn't work for you, right? If there's one thing that you've probably figured out from Unfuck Your Weight Loss, it is about doing something that works for you. And it has to be sustainable, it has to be fairly easy, and it has to be fairly enjoyable. Again, fairly, right? And that's a scale. It's not, you know, every meal we have is not going to be, um, and I've said this before, a fucking fiesta in your mouth. It's just not, it doesn't have to be. And it also, you don't want it to be because if every time I eat every single meal, if it's all like, the best meal I've ever had, at what point, <laughs> like, how can I keep going? Like, what will, what will I look forward to uh, on Thanksgiving? What will I look forward to on my birthday? Don't I want to have some meals that are more special? And don't, wouldn't it just be easier if most of my meals were good and they hit the spot, so to speak, and they had flavor and taste and fuel and nutrition and energy? Wouldn't that be okay too? So, hear me out. I get it. If you eat the same things over and over and over and over and over and over and over, you will be bored. You'll be burnt out of it. It's like listening to the same song over and over and over. And we all do it. We find something that we like and we write it out till it's done. Um, and it's okay. I believe that we should probably rotate our foods. I always talk about having go-to meals, things that are easy for me to make. I don't need a recipe. I don't need, you know, 10 million ingredients. It's things that I generally already have in my home. They can be mixed and matched. It's simple, easy things. And I understand too, having these go-to meals, every so often, I'll take one out. I don't want any more, you know, zucchini noodles or whatever. I don't want any more meatballs. I am sick of X, Y, Z. And that's totally fine, right? I can give it a rest. I can put it on the bench. I can bring up the next level, right? What's, what's another go-to meal I can use? And sometimes it's very simple. It's, you know, rotating in and out 
eggs or protein shakes or a different kind of salad, right? It's, it's that simple. We don't have to assume that the way we are eating is all boring and, uh, you know, I just need to eat Doritos on the couch. Not that there's anything wrong with that. There's a time and place for Doritos on the couch. So back to your boring food. Uh, I would also ask you, is my food boring or it's boring or I get bored? Is that a thought or is it a feeling or is it both? So I want to talk about it quickly as a thought, right? It's just a thought. Lots of things are thoughts. It's boring. Um, this is a thought. And that's where, you know, so what? Why is it a problem that if your food is boring? I'm going to argue that boring food in many ways is very helpful to weight loss. It is. If you're no longer overstimulated, overexcited, um, over-desiring food, if it's just whatever, it's just food, then you're less likely to overeat it, right? Boring food. It's just plain, simple, and sometimes it's just changing what boring means to you right? Your boring to me is simple. Your boring to me is easy. Your boring to me is predictable, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which reminds me, right? Do you, do you ever go home and go, you know what? My house is so boring. My spouse is so boring. This is going to be like a Dr. Seuss rhyme. My kids are so boring. My dog is so boring. Um, guess what? They are. <laughs> they are. We all are. We're all boring. And that's okay. It's predictable. It's simple. It's easy. It's home for us, right? And it's just about, if we just look at it's so boring as just a thought that we think, that our brain thinks, you know, our brain likes excitement. Our brain likes, you know, the rewarding food. Our brain likes hyper palatable food. Our brain is always looking for the dopamine hit. And if we could just get our dopamine hit in other ways, we'd probably be leaner we'd probably hit our weight loss goals faster. We wouldn't struggle as much with food and overeating and over-desiring food. So if you're thinking, the next time you have a thought, it's so boring, I'm so bored of all this food, I get bored and that's my problem, just take a moment and kind of do a point-counterpoint with yourself. Don't call yourself <laughs> Jane, you ignorant slut, but just take a moment to ask yourself, what's the problem with that? Why is it a problem if the food is boring? If it's so boring that you, you know, being bored and being like having like a gag reflex are totally different. Okay. So we just want also clarity around what is so boring and what is the problem. So I am, I am an advocate for boring food. You can't see me right now, but I'm standing, I'm walking around my closet today. I'm standing up with my arm raised, like I'm raising my hand go boring food. I'm on board with that. Try it on. Keep it so simple that we just are getting in, you know, the routine of most of our meals are for fuel. Doesn't mean I don't enjoy them, right? How could you enjoy them more? Sometimes too, with the boring food, here's the other side of it, is are you being too restrictive? Are you limiting yourself to some really Spartan, draconian, 
food list, right? That happens too. So this is why it's really important to tease this all apart, not just accept it wholesale and just say, yeah, it's boring. That's the problem. The food is boring. I'm bored. I get too bored and then I quit. Let's really dig in and find out what is going on. Is your, are your food choices just really limited by old diets and things you've learned before that you think you have to do, or I can only have these five foods or these four things or this kind of protein powder or whatever. Maybe that's the problem. And I get it. I think it's, you know, I have at least 30 or 40 years of these are the only foods you can have. And it's very weird to break out of some of those patterns. But that's part of really learning about your relationship with yourself, your relationship with food, and, you know, becoming somebody who does lose weight and keeps it off forever. If we're always going to go, this is like dieting, on a diet, off a diet, food is boring, I'm so bored, I need excitement, I need to love my food, I need the highly hyper palatable food to be excited about again, then we are going to find ourselves losing and gaining and losing and gaining. You see what I mean? So, Although I'm advocating for boring food, I know, right? You're like, oh, I don't like that. My food's never boring. I mean, I put salt on everything. I like ketchup. I mean, I just not, not a problem. Nobody ever got fat from too much ketchup, by the way. Nobody ever got fat from too much salt. Anyway, what about opening up, like loosening your food list, right? Look at your go-to meals. Look at what you're eating. Is it really rigid and strict. And of course, everybody would think it's boring. Are you trying to make, you know, every sandwich out of lettuce? Like what is happening? So boring food can be your best friend, right? It's just a matter of flipping your thoughts. Now, I also understand that being bored, right? I feel bored is also a feeling. So it could be a thought, it could be a feeling. Um, And often, you know, our brain makes being bored, like feeling bored, I'm bored, is a problem, right? And a lot of women, I know, we're eating at night, you know, after eight or nine o'clock at night, we're going to watch our shows or we're going to scroll through our phone, we're going to scroll through Instagram or TikTok or whatever, we're going to not go to bed because we need to have our time, right? I need my me time, my alone time, but yet I'm bored, I'm lonely, I'm sad, I'm anxious, I'm all these things. And, you know, our brain doesn't want to be bored. It is like a five-year-old forever, <laughs> right? Our, our, my 45-year-old brain is really five years old. It's a five-year-old, does not want to be bored. Can I look at your phone? Can I look at iPad, the iPad? Can I watch TV, right? That's, I see it all the time um, with my own kids and my own brain too. I'm not, I don't have a better brain than you. I just, I just play point counterpoint with myself all the time. I question my thoughts. I analyze, well, not analyze. That's kind of sounds therapy-like. I feel my feelings and I try to figure out what they're all about. Sometimes I just feel them. Sometimes I want to feel them. Sometimes I want to feel sad. Just like anything else, you want to feel sad when it's appropriate. When you see some sad news on the TV or, you know, you read some horrible story, you want to feel sad. When somebody you love dies, you want to be sad. 
When something doesn't feel just or right to you, you want to be sad. Sometimes we just want to be sad. There's nothing wrong with that. But as it pertains to eating, overeating, eating off our plan, um, and all the ways our brain tries to convince us there's a problem like being bored. So I'm going to suggest if you feel bored, are you just bored in general, right? Or are you just bored with your food? And we want to figure all of that out. We don't want being bored or thinking I'm bored or thinking certain foods are boring to be in the way of our weight loss. I do also want to add, you can lose weight eating pretty much anything. I know, sounds crazy. It's just not eating anything you want as much as you want whenever you want. So could you eat pizza and Twinkies and Ding Dongs and Doritos, you know, and lose weight? You could. You absolutely could. If you think those foods are exciting and desirable and not boring, you could. You absolutely could. You just can't eat all the pizza and all the Ding Dongs and all the Doritos all the time because you will overconsume calories. And at the end of the day, weight loss, of course, is going to be some math and science. We can't override um, the amount of calories that we need to either maintain our current weight or lose weight. It is a little bit of a moving target, for sure. We don't necessarily know exactly. It does take time to figure those sort of baseline numbers out. However, you cannot figure out any of those numbers if we just randomly eat whenever we're bored and whenever we want because we feel like it or someone offered it to us or everybody else is doing it. Um, We do have to, you know, make a plan and stick to it. A a lot of what, um, a lot of the boring things, right? Bored, feeling bored, thinking is boring, all seems to come like, after 5 p.m. at night, right? A lot of people at 7 a.m., you know, as you're making coffee or you're just getting ready for work, you're in the shower, you're just not, you're just not in that mindset of it has to be exciting, right? Do you drink your coffee a different way every single day? Probably not. You probably do everything before 5 p.m. is pretty much clockwork. And then, and again, 5 p.m. is arbitrary. Maybe it's 3 p.m. for you. Maybe it's 7 p.m., maybe it's 8 p.m., depending on your schedule, but you kind of get what I mean. I want you to be aware of the next time you, your brain offers you that you're bored, right? That you feel bored or you think something is boring, the food is boring, okay? That is, that's the moment. That is your time to be like, aha, okay, aha. This is a really sneaky thought. It's just a sneaky thought. It's, it's a thought about how this can't work, how it's not fun, it's not good, it's not exciting, um, and just know that it's okay. It's okay to have the thoughts. You're going to have all sorts of thoughts. You're going to have all kinds of feelings. We don't have to make those go away. We just want to be aware of them and see what they're all about. Why does it matter that the food is boring? Why? And I'm, I'm going to go there, you know where it's going, when we feel like we don't have other things to look forward to. We don't have 
joy in other parts of our life. The joy comes on a Friday evening, right? After the long week, what I look forward to is drinking wine and eating pizza and sitting on my couch. And there's nothing wrong with that unless it's getting in the way of your goals, unless it's going against all the whys you want to lose weight, unless it's standing in the way of being who you really want to be. And it's hard sometimes, I think, to confront this sort of truth where I'm getting my joy from food. I know for me, um, that was true for a long time. I get my joy from food. I look forward to food. I need that weekend or the cheat meal or finally a diet break, right? I just need, you know, I can't wait for that. And when I am trying to be more aware and more cognizant of what I'm eating, um, (laughs) you start to realize, okay, now what? Right now what? What am I going to talk to these people in my house? What are we going to do? I'm not eating, so I'm very much aware of my thoughts and feelings. And to our brains, that feels scary. And that is okay. So I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, Go watch a YouTube video from Saturday Night Live in the 70s when it was really funny. No, I'm going to leave this out for you. The next time your brain is pitching a fit over the food, ask yourself, so what? So what if it's boring? Why is it a problem? What am I making this mean? Right? And you can also choose. Choose to rotate out your foods. Take a look at your food lists. Are they too restrictive? Right? Are you trying to like achieve some level of perfection um, that's just, just not sustainable? You can decide at any given time to incorporate certain foods. You can. Your food does not have to be boring. Boring is just a thought. What I think is boring and you think are boring is boring is two different things. Boring is not universal, okay? It is your brain seeking pleasure, seeking joy, seeking dopamine, seeking something to do other than maybe doing nothing, maybe resting, maybe read a book, maybe fold your laundry, maybe go to bed, okay? So here's to our wonderfully simple and boring lives. Um, Thank you for being here. I'd love to hear what you think about this. I know it's controversial, um, but boring boring has two sides, um, as does everything. All right. Have a wonderful week. If you have not already found me on Facebook, I am Bonnie.Lafrac. I'm also at inst- on Instagram, Bonnie.Lafrac. Please join my free group, Food, Fitness, Fat Loss for Real Life. And if you have not already checked out, uh, it should be in the show notes, I have two programs where we can work more closely together. I have a wonderful new membership called Self-Made Society, and it is priced just right. I've made it so that everyone can join. And I have a coaching program called Self-Made, which I referenced at the very beginning of the podcast. It is all about you, right? It's called Self-Made for a reason. It's not because I give you the new special diet. It is that you really reestablish your relationship with yourself, who you want to be in the body you want to be in. That is the promise I make. And I will see you again next week. Have a great one. Thank you so much for tuning in to Unfuck Your Weight Loss. The next step, of course, is to take action on something we discussed because implementation beats information all day long. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, thank you for being here and please leave a review wherever you tune in for all of your podcasts. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Looking forward to dropping all the F-bombs with you next week. Have a good one.